Business Focus with Kudzi Sharara on the Champions League Breakfast. Before the news at 8 o'clock at Ezo Time, it is business focus right here on uh, the Champions League breakfast on Capitalk as always uh, with Kudzisharara. We get to discuss a lot of uh, what's happening in the world of business. But before we get to discuss uh, what's happening, uh, Stallone Consultants, uh, your management and training consultants offer Diploma in Payroll Management, Diploma in Human Resources Management, Diploma in Taxation, Diploma in Conciliation and Arbitration, Diploma in Labor Law, Diploma in Graphic Designing. We are also experts in salary structuring, salary surveys, and job grading. For more details, call us on 0242-757-281, 0242-757-281, or 0772-584-541, 0772-584-541, or visit our website on www.stallone.co.zw. Or better still, drop us an email at stallonconsultants1 at gmail.com. Stallone Consultants, your training and development partner. It is business focus. We have Kudzi Sharara on the line. Good morning to you, Kudzi. How are you doing today? Hello, good morning, Kudzi. Good morning, Kinashi, and good morning, everyone. Okay, doing great. Um, thank you so much for being with us on Business Focus. Uh, but today, it's National Youth Day. As we celebrate National Youth Day, what is the state of uh, youth employment in Zimbabwe? Uh, thank you, Tinashe. So, uh, Zimset uh, released the, the labor force survey for the fourth quarter uh, to December 2023. And according to that report, uh, the official unemployment rate for youth, and these are youth between the ages of uh, 15 to 24, uh, the unemployment rate is 38.4%, which is double the almost uh, more than double the national unemployment rate of about uh, about 20.7%. So this means uh, that a large proportion of young people in Zimbabwe are unable to find work. And then they put what they call the expanded unemployment rate, which takes into account underemployment. Uh, and this one is even higher because for those aged between 15 and 24, the unemployment rate uh, the, or the expanded unemployment rate is at 58.7%. And this means that a significant number of young people who are working are not in full-time or stable employment. And then there's another one, uh, Tinashe, which for me, this is the, the worrying one for me that needs uh, urgent attention. So they've what, what they call the youth not in employment, not in education, and not in any form of training. So these are just the youth that are sitting idle doing nothing. Uh, and mm. the level of unemployment for these youth who are not in education, who are not in employment, and who are not in training, is at 45.4%, which is a significant uh, number there. These are youths that are not doing anything. Awasku Chikoro, Awasku Basa, Awasku College, Awasku Trenwa for anything. So this is 
for me, this is uh, uh, the worrying um, number for me. Uh, it means most people are there and uh, and they are not even acquiring any skills. What it basically means is that uh, a few years down the line, even if we are to open factories, these youths did not acquire any skills. They would need maybe retraining if they were trained at all, or they will need to be trained. Or maybe the jobs that they will be able to get are those low-paying jobs. So this is a worry for me uh, when you have got youth uh, up to the age of uh, 24, 35 who are just there and uh, not in any form of employment. It also means that it does not. It speaks to poverty to them and also to their parents uh, who who are still taking care of them instead of them now taking care of themselves. All right, but uh, Kudzi, according to, to, to the report that you're talking about from uh, Zimstead, what could be the contributing uh, factor to, to high, um, high um, uh, youth unemployment levels in Zimbabwe? Yeah, so uh, according to the report, the report doesn't say um, why uh, we have got such a high number of, uh, of youth that are, are sitting idle or that are unemployed. But uh, as an analyst, you can then look at what could be uh, the reasons for that, and and one of them for me is that of uh, lack of skills. Uh, many young people in Zimbabwe do not have the skills that employers are looking for, and uh, and this is due to a number of factors, and that is including uh, maybe our education system, which we recently changed to Education 5.0 uh, or 5.0, which I um, hopefully will be able to resolve some of these uh, some of these issues of lack of skills, and then there's also lack of access to training that could be a contributory sector. And then another reason, Tinashe, um, is that of lack of jobs. The Zimbabwean economy is simply not creating enough jobs. Remember that when we are talking of these youth that are just there sitting idle, uh, we are excluding youth that are probably selling something, selling sweets, selling bananas. Those are actually considered as employed. But we are talking about those who are just there and they've lost hope or they are not putting any effort to look at uh, to look for work uh, so so lack of jobs is one of those areas where I think is the reason why we have got such a high number uh, and this is due to a number of factors including uh, economic sanctions uh, also playing a part there and then there's also the issue of informalization of the economy I think it's also contributing uh, a large proportion of the Zimbabwean economy is informal uh, which means that there are a few regulations and protection for workers. Uh, and this can make it difficult for young people uh, to find decent jobs. Remember yesterday we were talking about that number. We were saying 60% of people that we say are employed, mm. they are actually informally employed in that they don't contribute to NASA, they don't contribute to a lot of other things, that, uh, uh, and they don't even have contracts. So, again, I think that discourages some of these youth from uh, for, from looking for, for jobs. Mm. But uh, obviously, with all these uh, figures that we are talking about uh, uh, to do with the youth, what are the implications when it comes to, to, to the economy of Zimbabwe? Yeah, I think, I think uh, uh, for, for one, reduce tax revenue. Imagine you have got these youth that are not, uh, not in uh, gainful employment. It means that they are not contributing to the fiscal. So it's lost the revenue. That's why we have our government struggling to meet its budget because uh, the revenues are low. You've got people who are not working, who are not contributing uh, to the national pay. 
So when young people are unemployed, they pay less tax uh, if they pay at all, uh, which reduces uh, government revenue. And then there's also the aspect of increased poverty. Uh, when youth are unemployed, uh, it's a major factor in terms of poverty for both the young people themselves, like I highlighted earlier, uh, because you can't take care of yourself. And then for their families, because their families, imagine a father who was supposed to be saving now, uh, but he's still taking care of a 27-year-old uh, child. And yet, these are supposed to be saving. The child is the one that probably should be now be contributing uh, to, 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 to the cost of living in the house. But they are actually being taken care of, which means that the whatever the father was supposed to be saving or the parents were supposed to be saving, they are making sure that they are catering for their child who is unemployed. And probably the child now has, has a family uh, of his or himself, and they are still being taken care by their parents. So it increases the poverty levels. And then also uh, it contributes, I think, to brain drain. So many young Zimbabweans who are unable to find work here who emigrate to other countries, which can further drain the economy of, uh, of, of labor. And then, obviously, that of lost potential. Young people are valuable, uh, a valuable source of human uh, capital, and their unemployment represents a loss of potential for economic growth. When you have people who are not productive, it means that uh, you are, as a country, you might not grow as much as you would want because you have got people that are not productive. So that, those are the implications for me. But uh, Kudzi, as much as we have uh, spoken about all these figures uh, um, and, uh, of course, the implications that you spoke about, in every situation, uh, there is uh, supposed to be a remedy. What could be the remedy to all these issues that we are talking about, about the levels of unemployment for the youths in Zimbabwe? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an important question, um, uh, Tinashe, in terms of what do we do? This is the situation. What do we do from now? I think one aspect uh, from my side is uh, to invest in education and training. Uh, this will help young people to acquire the skills that are needed to get the job. Uh, I think with the advent of uh, artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, and, and, and so on and so forth, the, the, the kind of jobs that are required for us to be able to leapfrog and become uh, a, 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 a high-income um, society, I think the, it's changing. So we need to have um, uh, education and training that suits uh, where the economy, the global economy is going so that our, our young people will be able to find jobs. And I think there is need for increased collaboration between industry and the academia, your universities, to make sure that whatever is being taught at our universities is what is required by the, by, 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 by the by industry. And I've had a conversation with um, uh, industry players who believe that what they are getting from uh, universities is not what they are looking for. So I think uh, hopefully the Education 5.0 will be able to resolve that. And then the other aspect is that of creating jobs. I think like I highlighted earlier, uh, our economy is not creating enough jobs. And uh, I think that needs to be looked at. Uh, The government can, can create jobs as well through public sector investment, like what we are seeing them uh, doing with infrastructure development, with the building of dams and uh, the roads, I think that can also help in creating employment because those companies that will be given the contracts, uh, the tenders to to construct the roads, I think they would need more 
more more more skills and 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 employees. So again, that could help in creating jobs and also creating an environment that is conducive uh, for the private sector to create jobs. The ease of doing business, the cost of doing business, incentives to the private sector, uh, making sure that they are comfortable and knowing that if they invest in the Zimbabwean economy, they will be able to recoup their investment and also to reinvest in their businesses. And I think that would also help in creating jobs. And then also the aspect of uh, creating uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, this can also help young people to create their own jobs. And I had a conversation with one um, expert in the startup uh, ecosystem, and they and and they he spoke about the lack of funding uh, and, and and the lack of, uh, lack of lack of skills in supporting startups. Those startups, this is where new ideas are developed, new industries are developed. And if we don't have a vibrant startup ecosystem, uh, then we we, we we won't be able to uh, to create jobs. So we need policies that uh, 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 promote entrepreneurship. And in other countries like South Africa, they actually have such acts that support um, uh, entrepreneurship. And then uh, the other thing that we need to do to address the, the this lack of uh, uh, employment is addressing, I think I spoke about it, addressing the skills mismatch. There's a skills mismatch between what industry is looking for and what is available. So there is, uh, there is need to have the young people have the skills that are required by industry. And this can be addressed by improving communication uh, between employers and the educators so that uh, when a lecturer is delivering that their lecture, uh, they are imparting the skills that employers are looking for, not imparting skills that are already outdated. Um, uh, I remember it uh, used that in, in one of the lectures. Uh, you know, when you're doing like your, 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 your master's, for example, or your postgraduate um, course, and maybe you're already in the industry uh, that, the, 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 that is being taught, you're already a, a, a player in that industry or you're employed in that industry. And what the lecture is delivering is not what you are experiencing in your job. So I think there is need for uh, for communication between employers and educators to, uh, to to get to understand what is now required, the new trends and 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 the new uh, the new technology and so on and so forth. Kudzu, you spoke about new technology, and obviously with uh, the, um, the the uh, technological developments that we are seeing with artificial intelligence. Because artificial intelligence is going to take over the job that this youth that we are talking about is supposed to be getting. I think for me, artificial intelligence actually helps you to do work much easier and, uh, and much quicker. And it can actually, uh, if we are creating enough jobs, artificial intelligence shouldn't be a, a factor. Uh, there are lots and lots of things that as Zimbabwe, we are not yet doing. That is being done even in South Africa. Uh, there are things that are done in South Africa that we are not doing here in Zimbabwe to make us competitive. Uh, let alone what is being done in developed in the developed world in the U.S. We haven't even scratched the surface in terms of what we can do. So with artificial intelligence, it can help us to then say, okay, instead of having 10 people do this, let's, uh, let's have the other nine 
do other things that will also add to what we are doing. So I think I don't think we have uh, uh, for for a country like Zimbabwe, I don't think artificial intelligence can actually uh, if we are if if we put our eggs together, I think there's still a lot that we can still do despite the advent of uh, artificial intelligence. Okay, Kudzi, just about three minutes uh, before we make way for the news. Uh, and lastly, I would want to find out, maybe, uh, I don't, I'm not too sure if you might have those uh, statistics within the report that was released by Zimstead on uh, the number of, uh, we spoke about the percentage of unemployment in terms of the youths. Uh, does it specify uh, the gender? Which gender is uh, uh, less employed and it's more employed? Yeah, um, yeah, but um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I'll be able to get that report just now. But I can also tell you, maybe in in terms of a number, uh, Tinashe, that I had not, because uh, I spoke to you in terms of percentage terms to say the youth between 15 and 24 is 1.1, in fact, let's call it 1.2 million youth who are not in education, employment, and training is 1.2 between 15 and 24. But when you look at it between 15 and 35, the number jumps to 2.2 million. That's the number of youth that are just there, not in employment and not in, uh, in, 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 in education. So you asked for, in terms of females and, uh, and, 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 and males. So for females, uh, out of that number, that, uh, that 1.2 million that I spoke about, 51.1% of them are female. And then 39.8% are male. And then when you look at, uh, out of the, one at the two point uh two point two that I spoke about two point two that I spoke about fifty six point nine percent are female and uh and and thirty nine point four percent are male. So you can see the number is higher on the female side than it is on the on the male side. And I think uh it can be explained by other things like for example you can have a somebody who is considered as youth. Remember the, the number goes up to thirty five. They are considered as youth and they are not in education, employment, or training. But okay. maybe they are on the female side. Maybe they are they are now a, a housewife. They are uh-huh. not looking for work. They are being taken care of by their husbands. So probably that could be one of the reasons why it's higher on the on the female side. But we also need to understand that uh, the 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 girl child again in terms of. Uh, uh, being educated. All right, I let think. me let me come in. Uh, come in there, I'm um, sorry, I'll have to to hold you there for today. We'll discuss more in detail. That'll be tomorrow. We have to make way for the news right now. Thank you, Tinashe. All, All right, right, thank you so much. Have us a great holiday. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Business focus with Kudzi Sharara on the Champions League breakfast.